If I walk up and ask you for a piece of ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Rashawn, and your name is? Thank you. Right. That that part. Having grandchildren realize, make you realize how much you don't like your kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my grandma said, ooh, ooh, nigga. You're a bad nigga now. I'm saying, you got me on them pinto beans, Yes. Baby. I never would have thunk of that. And then I went back to my dressing room and sat on the toilet and threw up at the same time. It was that much pressure. Yeah. I was sitting on the toilet. And throwing and up. And throwing up. Thank you for the, the graphic. Same. It was very, yeah. it's very precise. Yeah. I am Rashawn Ali, everybody's homegirl, everybody's favorite soror, the cool soror, representing the ATL and the east side of the cater. What's happening? Oh. Okay, here we go. It's the Cool Sword Podcast, hosted by me, Rashad Ali. Let's go. Welcome to the Cool Sword Podcast, where we get to have amazing conversations with women and men in Black Greek letter organizations. And I mean, this season, we have been so blessed to have the best of the best in Black Greek letter organizations, particularly... For the men, my cool bros. I have been trying to sit down with this man since he took my job on Hot 107.9 years ago. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Please welcome to the show the one and only, the iconic, the legendary Ricky Smiley. Thank, thank you, Rashawn, for having me. Yes. Hey, look at you. I mean, you know. I mean, you're doing it this Y'all, y'all rich blacks. We, we rich blacks. Rich blacks. Really? That's what we do? Mm, look at this. Uh-uh. Look at all this. No, okay. I, 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 I don't even want to touch that. It's so nice in here. Smell it good. Smell y'all got good. a plug in, candles. Yes. Smell like a hot bath right out the tub. Yes. <laughs> and you are a cool bro of what fraternity, sir? Uh, Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated, yes. founded in 1911 uh-huh. at the historical, historical Howard University. That's, That's right. right, y'all. Just love Cooper and Coleman. My dad's an Omega, so I feel like I'm obligated to be Come able on to now. throw the hooks Don't up. Play you know. dog. My, my, uh, my daddy is one side E63 from Delaware State. What? Oh. What, what you know about that? What? Huh? Oh, okay. Okay. You know, you know, a lot of people forget about Delaware State. They don't. Yeah, Rock T. I don't. Yeah, Rock T's daughter went to Delaware State. Really? Mm-hmm. I just did a podcast with Rock T. Uh, yeah. I hate the homies. Yep, just a couple right. of weeks ago. Talking <laughs> right. about uh, sports. Right, with old crazy with Griff, Griff Yeah, <laughs> you know, me and Griff did radio together for a long right. time. Right, so. oh man, yeah. let me tell you, man. Right, he was on the podcast too when we went out to the Cotton Bowl. We were in Dallas. Right. We went out to the Cotton Bowl for the Grambling State and Prairie View A&M game. Oh yeah, that's crazy. At the crazy. State Fair Classic. That's right. So I've been around. You enjoyed I, yourself. I am, yes, absolutely. And I am looking, HBCU. Let me say this, Rashawn, you looking Good. You're looking like a bacon and egg sandwich. You look bacon good. Bacon and egg. Now, is it pork, bacon, or turkey? Pork. Yes. Tastes better. It tastes better. Tastes better. Now, Ricky, you Ricky, <laughs> listen. <laughs> pork does so taste better. So you can't even get it out. <laughs> I can't. You I can't, can't even get it. See, this way, this is how this end. We already see how this interview gonna it's go. It's gonna be great. Let's go. Listen, so you, but I love, I really want to taste some of your food. Because, see, y'all be Rashawn. talking about it. And I see it on the internet. I see it on Beyonce page. Beyonce Aloysius. Tanya Clackham. I see it on her page. I be like, I really want some of that food. Rashawn, if I, you bring your team to Birmingham, I will cook for y'all. I'm so serious. Y'all ready? As a matter of fact, I will get a driver. And all the thing, when y'all get off work, you just get in the van and ride to Birmingham. I will make sure he bring y'all back. And when y'all come in, I will do that. You just set the date. Because uh, I did my first food pop-up uh, at the comedy club Stardome. Wow. I did a food pop-up. So I had to have a chef come to my house and, and measurement so he could cook this meal for 500 people. What? And so I went in there with a bag of plastic spoons and I opened every single pan. And I tasted everything. I really? don't let nothing go out of that kitchen until I tasted it. And he had everything on point. But the only thing was I made the chicken and dumplings. I wouldn't let the chicken and dumplings leave my kitchen. I made, I personally made all of the chicken and dumplings to feed 500 people. And it was sold out. And the tickets were $70. People wanted to taste my food and it was sold out. What? Yeah. So we ran out of food or whatever because we got, we had to feed the band or whatever. So I had to whip up, go back there. We had to whip up some more uh, macaroni and cheese. Chef Eric, uh, you know, helped me out or whatever. I helped him out. We helped each other. (laughs) Come on. Come on. You better get your credit. Yeah, but we got that food out there. But I, I make amazing. But I don't know. I'm the oldest grandchild. I was always. That's uh, what I'm saying. You got that from your grandma? From my grandma. Yeah. She was like, oh, there. Well, cut the bad peppers out. What you put the thing? You know, she used to curse me out. Yes. And so, but it was funny. I never took it personal. But my grandma, well, put it, well, go ahead. Why are you standing there doing that? You need to be. Go ahead and put the onions over there. Dice them up. Uh, okay, now put. 
put the onion over there and the, you know, she was going get frustrated. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was. So that, I learned how to cook. Yeah. So, so I'm like, okay, grandma, can I just kind of, so I started doing my little spice. I went to the store one day when I got my little first paycheck. I started buying my own seasoning. Yeah. And I started spicing up stuff or whatever. You know, I said, grandma, why you don't put uh, sausage in the pencil beans if we put sausage in jambalaya, uh-huh. right? So I, I cut up some sausage you know, and, and searing them off real yeah, good yeah. And, and pulled it off into the pinto beans. And then I started searing off my onions and my bell peppers to bring out the flavor before I put them in there because old people just dump them in there. Right. And my grandma said, ooh, ooh, nigga. <laughs> You're a bad nigga now. I'm you got me on them pinto beans, yes. baby. Yes. I never would have thunk of that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes they ain't going to give you the credit because they nah, didn't do it. She but grandma did. Cooking. She stopped cooking. Really? She said, go on in there and make that, baby. I, don't need, I ain't going to even come in there because you beat. You can beat me cooking all that. But she talked with her. Go in there and, yeah. and make some. Take that meat out the deep freezer. Get that right there. Take that. When you cook, do you still hear her voice? Yeah, man. I, I laugh and talk to my girl. I don't get sad anymore because it's just funny. Because yeah. she's to cuss me out so much. It's just absolutely outright funny. Yeah. You know, I miss my granddad. I miss my other grandma or whatever. But I was raised by grandparents. So yes. I'm a grandmama's baby. But I miss them. But uh, I had a great time, you know. Uh, I buried my—I was fifty years old when I buried my last grandparent. That's a so, blessing. So you know, walking up there closing that casket, man, I closed that casket with a smile on my face. But I had a great time. My dad died when I was six years old. My grandfather stepped up, and I was with him almost every day for fifty years. Wow. He traveled with me. He would come to Atlanta when I had my apartment here. He would come to Atlanta when I had my apartment in Dallas. When the company moved us to Dallas. My grandfather always was with me. We How had a great time. How proud was he of you? He was real proud. I'm glad a chance that he had to, had an opportunity to see it, because he didn't get it at first. When I first told him I was going to be a comedian or uh, whatever, he what said, "You're going to keep that damn job down there, up there selling them tennises, tennis shoes. shoes right. I work in that footlocker. Right. Keep that job selling them tennises." Because that was to him and his yeah. in his mind that was yeah. stability. Yeah, K Swiss and yeah. uh, K Swiss British Knights. British Knights, uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Tree yeah. torn. Ooh, true torn. It was tree torn. Tree torn. T T R E. Right. That's yeah. the one the campus wear. Yeah, yeah. Used to wear the tree torns yeah. on, on the yard. You gonna put that? You gonna put that? The on campus the campus? I was in the tree torns was cool. That was their thing. They were. I, I love tree torns. You know, they they was. You know what I'm saying? So I was working at Full Lock, and I had a little job at the post office. Uh-huh. Post office was paying five dollars an hour. That was big, but then. but minimum wage was three thirty five. But if you're getting five dollars an hour, that's a nice little check, man. And I granted, I'm like, look, I got an opportunity to be a comedian, but he didn't understand nothing like that or whatever. So I did it, and it took off, and I took care of my grandparents. They didn't have to want for anything. So, you know, I miss them, but we had a good ass time. Now, yeah. now I'm him. I know. Cause you talk about your grandbabies all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Obsessed. Yes. Obsessed. How, how is it? Cause I don't, I mean, I have a 15 and 13 year old. Right. They ain't finna have no babies no time soon. No time soon. Oh, come on, God. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't do it. Why are you doing don't that? even do it. So I got time. What is it like though? The difference of, you know, Parenting your own children and then being a grandparent to your children's children. Having grandchildren realize make you realize how much you don't like your kids. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I love my grandkids. My granddaughter can be walking across the damn dining room table. And I'm like, y'all shut the hell up and leave her alone. She ain't bothering nobody. Her nerves bad. She's stressed. But if my kids did it. Oh. My kids can't even go in my dining room. Oh my God. But no, no, my granddaughter, uh, my granddaughter goes into my bedroom. She's obsessed with my bedroom. And she jumped in there. I don't like nobody sitting on my confidence set. Right. But it don't bother me when she jump on my bed and she spin my little chair around. Cause I got my chairs. I got the two chairs, a conversation piece. Oh, oh. These two chairs pointed like this, they facing the couch. Okay. Everything is. You know what I'm saying? I, if I if I get up, if I get up, if I if I said thank you for letting me be on your show. The first thing I'm gonna do is, oh you are you are you OCD? That's not OCD. That's good home training. Oh okay okay. It's a difference. It. Okay, got it. I okay. kind of stop my family with that stuff. No, it's not OCD. It's okay. good home training. Okay, okay, got it. Manners and respect. Okay, people's got it. Property or whatever, because the chair was at the table when I sat down. Got it. You understand what I'm it's saying? A difference. It was at the table. Right. So, so make when I got sure my ass up. at the table when you leave. Okay, got it. Duly noted, sir. It's not OCD. Stop it. Wait a minute. You've got very defensive. So in my thoughts <laughs> is that that is OCD because the way is, you came back at me. No, Rashawn, OCD is, is going wiping up fingerprints but and, do, and doing stuff like this. 
Well, well I do do that when I clean the kitchen I know counter, you do. But I don't trip. I don't trip. Do you hire someone to clean your home or do you do it yourself? No, I go, I, I clean my home. I got a lady that'll come and do top to bottom on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday? Yeah, late at okay. night, late at night, Miss Pooh, she's 90. She's what? 90. She's still working and, and cleaning your home at every Wednesday. She asked at 90. for the opportunity and she went there. And I, she used to have church music going all over the whole house, but I got her some earbuds. Uh, well, I got an earbud that actually can Bluetooth her hearing aid. <laughs> Oh. So she can listen to Mahalia Jackson and she go clean the house from top to because bottom. Because was Mahalia too, too retro for you or? I mean, it just going all over the house and it started to feel like a funeral home. Oh, got it. You know what I'm and saying? you like wanted to Friday. feel uplifted. Right. You know, okay. you know, we, you know, we in there, you know, why I share wear a crown. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the, yeah, you know, the clothes and when they put the flower back on. On top of the casket. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm finna leave this thing. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. I sit here and do that with you all day. Listen, I didn't, I we could have had a show together, but you was bullshit. I knew, I knew you was crazy, but I... I'm right there with you, man. Bleep no. that bullshit now. Oh, oh, we can't... Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I just don't curse. Okay, it's no. fine. Actually, I do. It's fine. I'm grown. I'm 47. I can do this. You don't look 40. Are you I know serious? I don't. Thank you. Are you serious? 47, baby. Oh, son, I got to tell you. I, can I, can yes, I, water. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I admit something? Hold on, drink your water first, and I'll drink my Prosecco. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, son. Cheers. Cheers. Go ahead and reach. AKAs in the key. Look, cool, bro. Cool, sir. We got new glasses. And, 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 my, and my daughter's an AKA. I heard. Yes, sir. And I my said, daughter's mom. Kiwi. Yes. And her mama was Sarah. Right. Shout I know. Out, I, hate, I, even to, to the, I listen to your daughter, show. My daughter, Erin, and my daughter's wonderful mother, to make the best co-parent on this earth. You say that we a lot. You should write a co-parenting book. Let me tell you something. My daughter's mother, the best. Really? When me and my daughter not talking, she she on the phone. She she group text. Hey hey hey, we not doing this. Are are we really doing this? Wow. Oh yeah, I I, I get tears in my eyes. I don't play about my daughter's mother. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the best co-parent ever. We should write a book together because well, we work everything out. We work through everything. Like she come for Thanksgiving, she don't care if I got a girlfriend. She throw a little shade and gone up there to the to, to the guest room. She said, so um. What time, what time did your girl get up? Um, you know, because I, I believe in getting up early. I said, hey, stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> like, is she going to be here next Thanksgiving or? <laughs> but we are best friends. I, really? I, I don't, I do not. Uh, I think she was the uh, bossiest of her chapter. Okay. Uh, over in the, at one point, but, but she is awesome. Yeah. I met her at a show. At the Marat Theater, I did uh, a show with Mike Epps. I was out there selling little narrow T-shirts. Oh my god! <laughs> but that merch kept you going, didn't it? The merch, and she she walked by the table. What'd you say to her? I said, "What's up with the thick eyebrows? What's yeah, up? what's going on? That was a good line. Yeah, I had a look. Sarah's with him. Yeah, y'all come on back to the dressing room. They was hungry. That, oh, yeah, I did think you cook right that meal that night? No, no, they had some some. You know, some uh, sandwich meat, lunch meat. Ooh. You know, you know. Ain't nothing like that good turkey meat. I've been they drinking. They had turkey. They had roast beef, and then they had some some rolls. So they was over there slicing up the little bread, making a little sandwich. They was, they, I mean, they was they were weighing it out. I, I was yeah. like, oh, y'all must really been hungry, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you were watching her eat her turkey sandwich. Yeah, they was hungry with the thick eyebrows. With the thick eyebrows, she was cute, right? And, and uh, so. Uh, you know, so we got together, but but my <laughs> hold on, don't don't brush over that. He gonna say, and so we got together, but uh, let me drink my water. No, right, right. But our daughter is just absolutely fabulous. Yeah, uh, she's a straight A. So she got shot. Oh, that was the, oh same daughter that got I shot. I pray for her. Mm -hmm. You know how when you see news stories and you mm -hmm. see people going through things, I'm one of those people that, especially when I'm connected to a person, because I'm yeah. connected to you. Absolutely. Um, I prayed. Yeah, for I know your you baby. Did. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people did. Oh yeah. And I was so glad that it ended up on this side. You know, of it. you know what what was uh, uh, crazy? That was during COVID. Okay, my daughter got shot on her birthday. She was she had just left Whataburger with her boyfriend, and uh, two get some. They were shooting, and and she ended up in the crossfire. Wow. She got shot twice in the leg, and he took off and drove her to the hospital. So I'm on the air. I'm doing the morning show. Um coming out of a break or whatever. And uh, all right, y'all, uh, 15 after the hour, Ricky's Smile in the Morning Show. And it's my daughter, mom, like, hey, uh, when you get a chance, call me. Aaron's been shot. You can't, you can't. 
I'm like, what? She, I said, oh, it, I'm like, and they were like trying to get me to record something. And I, I, I said, hold on. I said, what? She said, she's okay. Okay. And I was like, okay. I said, is she in ICU? She said, no, but she's headed into surgery. I said, okay. So during COVID, they canceled the flight from Birmingham to Houston. So I had to fly to Dallas. So I had to get on American and fly to DFW Airport mm-hmm. and get in a car and drive to the other airport in Dallas and jump on Southwest Airline to fly all the way to Houston only to get to the hospital and have to sit outside because you can't go in because, because of, of COVID. COVID. And so we sat out to outside of that hospital. It got hot and then it started again. We sat out there on a picnic bench, just me and my daughter's mom and, um, and, uh, and her sister, Fontaine. And we just sat out there for hours on a picnic bench. Not knowing and anything. Not knowing anything. Can't, you know. What did you do during that time to be able to, as a father, to be able to keep your mental Well, I was trying to get my parents on a plane, and I was getting her parents from Indianapolis on a plane. stay busy. So we try, and I'm trying to get my son and my daughter. We, we getting these plane tickets and trying to figure out how we're going to get everybody to Houston. So, um, so we got that worked out so that she was changing hospitals. So we got a chance to see her coming out of the hospital taking her to another hospital. So when they was bringing her out outside and we was able to see her and love on her a little bit, she was like, I'm okay. And just, okay. or whatever. So we went on to the hospital and a uh, uh, powerful Congresswoman, uh, we were able to go upstairs and, and see her. I um, made a phone call, Yeah, you know, and uh, Mayor Turner was nice. Everybody in Houston was nice. So here's the crazy part, how your mind, cause you take action, right? Yeah. So, Saturday, she had got out of the hospital. So she was in the middle of the couch. People had sent food. They had sent flowers. It was summer. Why it felt like a repast. The only difference was your daughter right there. Right. So you like, it feel like a repast because if she would have died, that would have been the day that they probably would have had, like if she would have got killed. So I go to work. I fly back to Dallas and I get on the air uh, Monday. I had just got finished playing 50 Cent. Coming out of a break. All right, y'all, Rick smiled the money. It was like somebody like, someone shot your daughter, and I lost it. Oh. I, I fell out on the floor and started kicking and crying. They had to literally take me out of the radio station, and I had to take the next day off. I lost my mind. Because you had compartmentalized it. You I put did. it, you put it, you was like, you went into right action. Here, went into action, made sure everybody got here, made sure she was straight. And then when I when when it was like somebody, somebody, it You're was like, like I had just found out she got shot. Right, this out, out, she out of the hospital at home and at everything, and I, I completely lost it. Yeah, but I, I thank God for her life because I, I see so many women bury their sons and daughters, and so many men and women bury their sons and daughters. It's heartbreaking, and that could have been us. Yeah, she, she could have died. So uh, that was that was trauma. I'm a gunshot victim as well. She's a gunshot victim, so we just both traumatized. So it stirred up my my um what do you call it? it stirred up my uh, trauma trauma. Yeah. So I had to go back to therapy. Good. I was, so, I, that was my next question about therapy. Like, are you, yeah. have you ever, yeah. Yeah. So I was going once a week and she was going twice a week. Okay. Uh, to therapy because I'm paranoid, scared in the house, won't go anywhere in the house watching first, can't stop watching first 48. Why, why would you do that? That's my favorite show. I have I to watch need, first Come on, 48. man. First 48, though. You know what's going to happen. A 600 pound life. You know, I had to get the recipes. You get the recipes from my, my six hundred pound life because one lady made a, a potato tot, a potato tot casserole. How, I had never had. Did that. you try it? I, I did. did. You it make was it? actually pretty good. It was really good. It was good. Right, but you got it off of my six hundred pound life. I got a lot of recipes off my six hundred pound life. Right, right. I never would have thought to do certain seasonings and, together, and, and, and together, right, and stuff. But I, I don't make my plate as big, okay, or whatever. But I, I've taken things from my from there because the life. recipes are so delicious and delectable. That you have to, to the point where you're just eating, stay in bed, and and, and they then, can't get you to the hospital. Right. But you know how to circumvent that. You literally stop. Yeah, I know how to control it. Right. I don't just sit in bed or whatever and have somebody come clean me and keep eating. I right. get up. Right. And after I do that, I take a walk. Gotcha. 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 So <laughs> you talk about your grandparents. Um, when, when did you know comedy was... Your thing, you know, people talk about comedy and, and comedians. Class they... clown, Rashawn. Did it come from pain though? ADHD. No, I really didn't have no pain. I was like, I was a grandma. I was love. Right. Man, when I tell you I had unbelievable love, when I tell you I, Rashawn, 
My grandparents was like my parents. My mom and dad was like my brother and sister. Yeah. Me, my mom, and my daddy got a whooping. <laughs> Ricky! You ever got a whooping with your mom and dad? No, I don't. No. We got, all of us got a whooping. At the same time. And she time. made all of us go to bed. What kind of mess is this? Rashawn, do you know I had, I met every last one of my great-grandparents. I met my grandmama, mom and daddy, my granddaddy, mom and daddy, my other grandmama, mom and daddy, and my other granddaddy, mom and daddy. Wow. I have touched every last one of my great-grandparents. I'm an old soul. And literally, that's what I was going to say. Is, is that why, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you have taken so much from those, um, their personalities to create characters and, yeah. and do the things that you do, I've but, been but also to so become much. who you are. When I was a little kid, a lady asked me, like, you know, um, um, how are you going to be on your next birthday? I said, I'm going to be five if the Lord let me live to oh see it. Oh my God, you said that at five? <laughs> I'm going to be five if the Lord let me let see it. Let me live it. to see it. If the creek don't rise. <laughs> if the what? If the creek don't and rise. You heard yeah, that, that you heard that one? Oh no. I, said, I got that oh, one. Oh yeah. <laughs> if the creek don't rise. The creek don't rise. I'm going to be five. <laughs> no. Woo! If the creek don't ride, I'm gonna be fine. What does that mean? I don't know. Where'd you get that from? If the creek don't ride, nigga don't drive. Ah! Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's what it means. Where did you get that from? Somebody touch you. I, I want to scream so bad. I'm trying to be respectful. Don't be respectful. If the creek don't ride. If the creek don't ride. He heard that one. Oh, so sorry. Use it on the show tomorrow. <laughs> Rashad. Rashad. Rashad, I be cold. I be cold, I be wrapped up. I, I don't go nowhere without a coat. I got a coat downstairs. You be cold? My grandma always taught me I don't care if you go. I said, where you going? I said, I'm going to Miami. Is that your coat right there? No, I had, but but mine is a Nike coat. It's like that one. You even? Everywhere, son. My, I, my, I said, I'm going to Miami. I said, okay, you make sure you take your coat. My daddy be saying in, that. She said, in case the temperature drop. Temper temperature. temperature, you know, drop. if you're trying to talk proper. Right. When white people come in, in case the temperature drop. <laughs> All wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's why everybody like to come over to the house yes. for Thanksgiving because they get that feel. Because I really become my, not my parents, I become From your grandparents. My, my, my mom and dad come to the house and kind of like, you know, that I'm like the matriarch. Uh, the thing got nothing to do with comedy. Right. It ain't got nothing to do with anything, but how you were raised. I cook the food, I yeah. set the atmosphere, and I set the boundaries. I don't play. I'm the only one in the family. Teenagers scared of. They don't want to see me. Mm. Only thing you got to tell the teenager in my family. Okay. Take your phone. Let me get the phone. Uh-uh. Call Uncle Ricky right now. Oh. And tell him what you just told me. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I got a nephew 26 years old. And maybe a couple of weeks ago, he a running back coach at a high school. Played running back. His mom said, well, okay. Call Uncle Ricky. He said, sat down, looked at the phone, wouldn't pick it up. I ain't calling that dude. You don't want, yeah, because... You know, I treat them nice and, and they respect me because I don't I don't mistreat anyone. You know what I'm saying? I try to teach them and give them wisdom, knowledge, love, food, you know, all of that stuff, man. So they just, you know, they just respect me. Yeah. So I'm the one that they don't want to see. Cause I keep I keep it real. And you've been through a, a whole lot. Yeah. Well, um, I know recently you you did bring your your radio show like for a retreat. You know, through social media, that's what I saw. Like, yeah. To your, to your house and all of that stuff. Why do you think that's so important as a leader? Chemistry. Um, you got yeah. to lead. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, when you, when, um, I, I picked up a lot of that from Steve. When I was working for Steve, when I was working for Cedric the Entertainer, you know, back in the day, they did stuff like that. You know, take everybody out to dinner, we sit down and talk and develop chemistry. That's why I hate when people be backstage doing a comedy show. It's more people backstage than it is in the audience. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of shows and the comedians can't bond with each other. Do you know comedians get together and talk and bond with each other and just get to roasting each other about outfits and what you got on? Like me and D-Ray Davis, like in Big Shine, like we roast. Right. You know, uh, I came, I thought I was shot one night, you know, and I walked in the dressing room. He's like, hey, so what time you getting dressed for the show? Oh, and you like, this is. They scattered. They, they scattered. They, they'd be funny. So they, it, it, you start getting vibes and you start getting energy from the other talent. And that's important for your performance. Yeah. 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 But you're getting disrupted by taking pictures while you're trying to perform because you're on stage next. You're going to go out in front of 5,000 people. Who are all these people backstage? I get irritated. 
and round them off, and they mad. They get mad. One thing that I, <laughs> one thing that I do know about you is that you're very particular about certain things. Like you, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. Is that to protect your energy and and how you show yeah. up in places? Yeah, Rashawn, you have to mm-hmm. because once people figure out that you cool, yeah, I'm very cool, and you nice, they take advantage of it. You understand? Okay. It, you understand? So, so you have to. So, set, how do you balance it? Set, to- you have to set boundaries. Okay. You know, hey, don't do this. You know, and then you're just gonna have a lot of people that just have a bad attitude because they don't like boundaries. So, hey, don't drink that. You know, anything you say, our, our people always got their feelings hurt or in their feelings. Hey, don't drink the milk. Uh, I don't know how long it's been. Well, I, I guess I'll just go outside and drink some water. I just got a whole fight. And you like, just like, were trying to help it, the person. Just trying to help. There was one situation when I was like, okay, Rashawn, you're being very nice. I was at our boule, which thank you so much for coming to our last yeah. boule, where you served as the, the the MC, the host of our closing ceremony. I was so but, nervous. Uh, were you? We're going to get yes, to that. But, but there was one, my soror, she was like, hey, I got a friend who really loves you. Literally calls her on FaceTime. I'm literally just presenting at it. Put the phone at, in your face. And then I was like, if I leave, then I'm going to be the bad soror. Mm-hmm. So I stayed there. Thankfully, thankfully, the other soror didn't pick up. Cause, but I stayed there because I'm so nice. You know how I many times I got to fight with the cues? <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? You're not running me away from my fraternity because I love it so much. Right. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going anywhere. There's a lot of celebrity game. bros don't come because of that. You know, when people walk up to you and ask you for a picture and don't say, hi, how are you today? It's disrespectful. And I don't like it. Now, I'm not telling you how to be. Be how you want to be. That's fine. But when what you do affect me in my space, it's a conversation. Because mm. I feel like if you're going to ask someone for something, you should at least acknowledge them. Right? Yeah. If I walk up and ask you for a piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Rashawn and your name is. Thank you. Right. That, that part right there. You know, now, now people get mad at you because I correct on the spot, but what you did, what you did. You know what I'm saying? I didn't walk in the room looking to be spoke to. Can I get, what is can I get? No sentence in interacting with another human being starts with can I get. Mm-hmm. Even if you're homeless, how are you? Right. Could you give me something to eat? Sure. Because you said, how are you? I don't care what society say. I don't care what how they get down. It, I don't like it. Right. And I'm sticking to my principle. And I'm not going to change to conform to that bull crap. I walk up to that. somebody. If I go to Walmart and I want to know what aisle of bread, how are you today? How's your day? Can you tell me what aisle I can find the wheat bread? I always do that. I always ask people always how do they doing. How they do. Speak to people first because I'm not a thing. Oh, I'm a person. Oh, literally, yeah. I was just leaving Publix yesterday and I was like, thank you, Miss Sabrina, because she packed my groceries. Yeah. And Miss Claudette actually, yeah. uh, uh, she rang me up. But when you say their name, it is something about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Their name is on their tag for a reason. I like read not, it. Because they are, they got families, they got bills to pay, they got feelings. Rashawn, you know who I love? Who? The little old ladies that work backstage that be doing security, sitting outside of the door of your dressing room. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, you got grandkids. I, I know. Because God gave me that spirit of discernment. I know they trying to make extra money where they can buy stuff for their grandkids. I can see it in their face because I know what a grandmother looked like. Yes. Because I had, I had grandmother. I said, hey, I said, y'all get together. Y'all come in my dressing room after the show. Come in there. I'm going to pack up all that food, all that stuff I got on my writer, all that food, all of those snacks, the m and everything, that, all that food. I said, hey, pack all this stuff up. Come get all this stuff. They be so happy. They be so excited. I say, do y'all straight? Do y'all need anything? I'm giving out money. Say, hey, here's Listen. Thank you so much, ma'am, for everything. Because I was able to leave my backpack. Backstage and go on stage and perform without because they took care of it. Because she ain't gonna let nobody come in that dressing room. It, the one, the ones with the scrunch, with the uh, what, what they got on it, the French roll with Ooh. the pin, with the pins in it, the pins, the pins in it, and, and they you got can some, actually some, see some, them some, in the back. Some scrunches, the scrunches. She ain't let nobody go in that damn dressing room. I, 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 I said, I said, you don't play by this, this dressing room. She be looking at you over the top of her glasses. Uh-huh. You know damn well ain't nobody going there. She'll put her life on the line for your backpack. Yes, for yes. your backpack. Ricky, you've done movies. You've done, you've done, you've done. I mean, I hear you every time. I listen, I actually listen to your show. I pre- I'm going to shout you out. Thank you. Know, you. We got to get you on the show. I would love that. Call it's me totally say, fine. Done. Oh, I mean, you know, she was a producer on my last show. So, yeah, just call me. Yeah, it's all good. Whenever I need to find you, I'm like, hey, 
what Regan new number is. <laughs> and she gave it to me because she knows that it's all yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I listen, you know, I listen to your show. I love, you know, I love Black Tony. Me, me and my daughter listen to Black Tony at 7.50 every day. <laughs> he was preaching this morning. He had the Holy Ghost this morning. I missed it because I had to come last here. week he was singing, I won't complain. He got down. I, I, I won't complain. I said, oh my God. <laughs> like uh, uh, Darius too. The other dude that uh, comes yeah. to fill in. Yeah. He ain't bad. <laughs> but he ain't bad. I said, he, he got a little bunch line. He a little long with it, but I like him. I like him. I like him a lot. And of course, I mean, I love, yeah. I love the features because, you know, I'm a radio girl. Right. So then I punch. I, love, I, like, like, I like different features on different shows. But right. definitely, right. You, are, you are definitely in my top my top. Thank two. you, Rashawn. I appreciate that. that and, it, and it took a while to grow into that. Oh, I already know. I know how it goes. Uh, being a comedian, not like now I've become a radio head. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can and, sit back and let somebody else get the punchline. Oh yeah, because oh. what I what I do, you're right. Exactly. I instigate. Yeah. I stir the pot up. That's I what I'm you. good at. What it say? What it say, right? And, and, and it say what now? Uh-huh. Boom, boom, they said again. I know. Boom. Because if you let if you do that as a because I was a host, right. if you, if you, if you, hey, let me punch them up, punch them up, they get together, wow. And you can go right. to the stop set. You go yeah. to the stop set, cause cause you already know. You teaching got to punch them how line. to do it, teaching them how how not to like, okay, boom, boom, boom. Like go, 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 go to commercial. There you boom. go. And leave the audience wanting more. Because you still the star of the show. Yeah. You become the even more of a star when you let so your people secure. win. Oh. I'm so secure. So secure. Not threat. Not threat. Not threatened by nothing and nobody. Why not? We'll go on stage and follow anybody. I don't care if they get a stand up. You know the scariest show I ever did in my whole career? What? Remember when the Martin Tour came to Atlanta? Yes, yes. That was a scary show because Donnell Rollins went on stage before me and, and, and lit a bomb. That was when COVID first came out. And he had that whole hand sanitizer. Yeah. And he was pumping that stuff out on stage. And the audience, they were laughing. And when he said, thank you, good night, he got a standing ovation at the Phillips Arena. Ooh, uh, it's ooh. not the Phillips anyway. It's State Farm now. State Farm. Yeah. And I, and I was next. Ooh. And Martin went finna do no whole lot of time behind that. I knew he was finna bring me right up next. And the stage was slippery because he had all that stuff that on there. All the so that was a distraction. And then the first five rows was celebrities and bloggers. Mm, now you know, they want you. And I came out there, focused, I, I locked in, standing ovation. Then I went back to my dressing room and sat on the toilet and threw up at the same time. It was that much pressure. Yeah. I was sitting on the toilet. And throwing and up. And throwing up. Thank you for the, the graphic. Same. It was very, yeah. it's very precise. Yeah. Listen, so when people, I always talk to my comedian, my comedian friends, um, especially like one of my best friends is Rob Minger. He's an up and coming, he's a comedian, up and coming comedian, doing his thing. Kappa has been to Stardome. He's doing his thing. And, and, and we have talked about like where you come in, in the lineup. Mm. If you funny, does it matter where you are in the lineup? Yeah, it matters because the show's supposed to build. You don't ever want to put a high-energy act behind. You don't want to put uh, uh, DC Young Fly in front of Dave Chappelle. Okay. Because, because, because his energy is so high and he does music in his act. And the audience go from here to, to having a, to cool, think. a cool laid back or whatever. And it would make it appear as that DC that, that this guy is not funny because, because you have high energy acts. So like even on tour, like I'm on tour right now with D-Ray, Just Hilarious, mm -hmm. uh, V. Simone. I love that. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name oh, or whatever. We'll cut that out because I think you should know the person's name on the tour. No, I, I can't remember because I never worked with them before. Oh, okay, but they, they on Wild and Out because, you know, I'm old, I don't be watching. It's fine. You know what I'm don't saying? I be forgetting. I, I, I know it. If I just, Is it Chico B? Not with Chico B. That's like my little, my little nephew slash mentor. I love him. But it's certain energy that it should just be a certain order, like a pastor. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like, like you, you just got to put, it's, it's a show supposed to build. Got you. And then the grand finale, doors of the church is open. Thank you, good night. You know what I mean? Right. It just can't be all of this up front and then the show goes down right here. Then the audience get bored. When this guy's actually good, if you would have put him first. Got you. you so it I mean? does matter. It does. Okay. Yeah, and that's 33 years. And I've seen shows I'll give you an example. Remember the Kings of Comedy? Yes. Steve used to go last. Mm -hmm. But that damn Bernie Mac, right? So Steve was like, somebody came up with the idea, let Steve Harvey host. And then it just flowed better after mm. that. Because the job, the, the point is to make sure that everybody have a good set. Right. Make sure that nobody Nobody bombs. bombs. Right. But you can bomb on the just based off of the merits of 
what's in front of you. Because if I'm a Christian comic and 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 Marvin Dixon go on stage in front of me and do a whole strip tease. Remember, yeah. remember Marvin Dixon? Yes. Used to strip down to his oh, underwear. Well, and then self. here I come. I'm like, how many of y'all went to church with your grandmama? Make some noise if you love the Lord. I should have went first. Mm, <laughs> right. Because he just did doo-doo brown. <laughs> right. And here didn't I come out. coming on stage to Shirley Caesar. Right. They're looking at me like, man, what are you No, doing? like, no, not today, sir. <laughs> right. Not today. Yeah. Do you still, radio, movies, stand-up, and I hear every 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 day. I mean, I feel like I you're promoting a show that you're going to do the the following weekend. Right? Is comedy still your first love? Stand up is your still your first yeah, love? I love stand up. Okay. I would I wouldn't trace stand up. Ain't nothing like being on stage in front of that live audience. You know, because this is all the stuff you can't do on the radio. Exactly. You got to be you clean on saying? the radio. You can't lay on the edge of the. You can't you can't do nothing physical. And yeah. I'm a physical comic. I yeah. move around. I know. You know, I was at the Cobb. I jumped off in the audience. You got uh, your piano. Uh, you got uh, all the things, all, all, all your stuff. like everything. Bells, roller skating, laying over there on the couch. You know, just doing all kind of crazy stuff on say. But you can't do that on the radio. Radio is real. Oh, I know. Bring it all in. Uh huh. Structure. And you got two minutes. Right. Exactly. Yeah, two minutes. Two and a half minutes. If it's real funny, we we'll let you go two and a half. Right. But um, but yeah, I stand up is all is always great. Now I don't perform in the summer anymore. I, I, you take I, the summer off because I tried to book you I something. I take the whole summer off um, because uh, guess what? That's happened? your boundaries. Yeah, you you have to set them for yourself. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking on Facebook. It's the middle of July. Everybody at the beach. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the Q mm-hmm. convention. Everybody out having a good time. You sitting in Atlanta, Jackson, Hartsfield Airport. Waiting on another plane to fly to Oklahoma City or Tulsa, Oklahoma to do a show only to go to a a, a hotel and, and back five o'clock in the morning flying back there. If you die, you got to go through Atlanta airport to go to heaven. Oh, my God. These are facts, actually. That's a fact. It, I know my, my people that's dead, they had to go through Atlanta airport to change flights, right, to get to heaven. <laughs> So you so so you making all this money. You've been doing comedy. You making money all these years, right? Right. Where's the joy? Yeah. You making all this money. You got all this money. You was the host of Comic View in two thousand. Host of Comic View two thousand four. All the movies, all the TV shows, booked every weekend. Where's the joy? joy. Right. Wait, wait, so so, what, so what, yeah. what you get? The, you get the money. You get you, you go to. What do you do to enjoy yourself? So I, I took off from the second week of May to the third week of August. I don't Ooh. do no comedy shows. What do you do? I'm a boat captain. I saw I drive that. to the Bahamas every weekend. I get on the boat. I don't care if the weather bad. I will sail across that ocean to Bimini, Bahamas, and leave Bimini and go to Nassau or whatever. You know, like I fly planes as what? well. Do everything. So I'm living life. Grandkids. So waking up on a Saturday morning and the grandkids jumping into bed talking about they want some cereal. <laughs> you know what Not I'm saying? Cereal. Oh, we got oh, we got the Lucky Charms. So you go on Amazon, you're gonna order the extra marshmallows. They sell the marshmallows. So you can give your grandson a bowl of Lucky Charms. You can take your hand and put the extra, extra marshmallows. Extra they, marshmallow. they don't give you enough. They don't give them enough. Let them have a sugar attack seizure if they want or whatever. But you got your grandkids or whatever. You can go on a day. You can say, hey, babe, I'm open this weekend. Let's, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, chick, if you hollering at somebody, hey, let's go. Uh, sit on the beach. I'm talking about sitting on the beach the whole day. Wake up and go eat breakfast and sit on Fort Lauderdale Beach all day on a beach bed and listen to Steely Dan, Ooh, The Eagles, Ooh, Fleetwood Mac, oh, Jerry Rafferty. All of it. What? All of it. That's life. Yeah. No comedy shows. I love it. And then by the time when August comes, you ready to perform. You done wrote so many jokes. Most country singers wrote their hits on their boats. So when I'm sitting on a boat, and watching the sun go down, listening to Frankie Beverly, Golden Time of Day. I didn't, I didn't wrote a whole page of material. I'm thinking about this. Hmm, I should do that on stage. Write it down, write it down. Because your mind is free. You're down. A, your you're, mind is free. You're not, you, you're not. You have to create space for, guess what LeBron do before he shoot the ball? What? He take a step back to what? Create space. Mm. If you don't create space for yourself, you won't be able to shoot the ball. You will get your write shot Write that down, block. everybody write that down. I'm yeah, write it down. Out there. Write that down. They create did, they space. did. Create space. You know, you say, learn how to say, no, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, I did it yesterday. 
Yeah, you have to. I did. Yeah. Somebody wanted me to do something during my homecoming. It was going to be a, a nice check. But I looked at like what my homecoming was for me. All money and good money. Rashawn. And I said, tell them, thank you for thinking of me. But I will pass because I know what I want to do. Right. When I go to FAMU's homecoming. Right. And how I want to spend that And homecoming. we only get to live once, Rashawn. One. We only get to live. We only get one shot at this whole life thing called life and enjoy yourself. Damn. Go out and be free and love. And I'm talking about Rashawn, wake, to wake up. It is worth a million dollars to wake up and walk across the street and walk up and down the beach with some with, 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 with no shirt on and some swimming trunks and some earbuds and walk Miles and miles down the damn beach and miles and miles to come back only to go and get you a damn slice of pizza from the little piece of places that be on the beach and go sit with your feet in the water or drive to the Bahamas and get in a cage and swim with some 600 pound bull sharks like I like to do. And when they go by the cage, you stick your hand out and touch them. Right. Didn't even know that sharks felt like sandpaper. Wow. Didn't even know that. They look smooth. But they, they sandpaper. Yeah. And, and 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 just all of the stuff that you get to do. I'm just now enjoying get life. to do. I'm my, doing this for six years now. My therapist always says, Rashawn, you get to live this life. Right. You get to have a podcast. You get to be on a show. You get to act. You get to do all of these things. Mm -hmm. When do you reach that point? What, what, is, what is the thing that makes you ultimately happy? Obviously, you, I think you just talked about it. But like when all of this is said and done. And people look back on what Ricky Smiley did. What does your dash say about you? Just live life to the fullest. I enjoy karaoke. Now, do you know all of my friends in their 70s? I you got, got such I, an old soul. I got, I, got, <clears throat> I got old ladies that come over there. If they can't drive, I send somebody to get them. I cook all this food. And they sit around and gossip about who pastors uh, getting a divorce and all that messy Old folks mess that be funny that my grandma used to laugh. I hang out with Miss Janie. Uh, I, I hang out with Chris. Chris got 31 years old. He disabled, kind of Down syndrome, but he hosts, he's my co-host for karaoke. Wow. If you ever seen Big Chris. Yeah. You know, and I and, and just being with him, taking him out on, you know, on the boat. Miss Janie was my grandma's friend. So, so she was with me when I buried all my grandparents, and she 85 and still living. We have a great time. Together, just being around old folks riding in the car in Wendy's drive through arguing about uh, the, the order wrong and, and just keeping up mess and confusion between old people and all that drama. You love stuff. that. I love it. And, and karaoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the, you, you don't really make no money, but you have such a good time. The people have such a good time. And just coming over, doing, doing stuff like this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Imagine being so busy. If I was so busy and booked myself every weekend, I wouldn't even come do something like. And I'm like, so grateful. Like we show. are grateful. You know what I'm saying? Like I love going supporting other people's podcasts or or Chico Bean. You know, go sit backstage and watch them work. I'm real proud of the young comedians. Yes. The young comedians that blew up on the internet but didn't know how to perform. Yeah. Like and I then get, had to learn how to perform. When I tell you, I get B Simone and say, "Hey, she's so pretty. Do this right here. You mm -hmm. can't do that." You had them right here. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I'd be backstage. Coach, they'd be like, yeah. All of them. DC, Young, Fly, Chico, all of them call because me OG. Because a lot of OGs that don't, that'll sit back and be like, mm, you bombed, didn't you? Yeah. But the, and, Rashawn, and won't give no notes. Rashawn, I'd be on the side of the stage screaming at B. Simone. So, yeah, yeah. I said, and when she come on stage, she'd be like, I love you so much. I said, I love you too. I said, you did it. Because we did Columbus, and she had a moment that she could have just rolled away. Right. And she didn't, she didn't because she didn't know to. So I, I got in that dress room and got in her face and look. I said, you did this. I said, you had them. When everybody, da, da, when they had their phone, da, 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 da. I said, we got to make this adjustment. So when we get to Detroit tomorrow, she got to, B. Simone was listening. She was taking it in. It was just me and her in the dressing room. Yeah. We got to Detroit. Killed it. And when that opportunity came, killed it. she totally killed it. Her, just hilarious. All the comedians, man. It was like, man, we used to be up sneaking watching you on Comic View. We weren't even supposed to be watching TV. We can't even believe we on stage. Nick Cannon calls me. Oh, gee, can you come do Wild and I said, man, I'm scared. I don't know how to do Wild and Out. He's, oh, man, it's easy. I came. And then the way he introduced me, maybe crying or cry. The way Nick Cannon introduced me and what he said about me. Right, right. Nick Cannon is a star. Whole star. A whole star. With a whole lot of babies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when he say, hey, this is my big bro. This yeah. is an OG, somebody that I watched coming up yeah. that was nice to me yes. when I came to Atlanta. And I don't even remember 
meeting Nick Cannon at the uh the lap of Palooza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, You were so nice to me, man, and, and encouraged me. And the way he brought me on stage in front of his audience, man, I, I, I cried all the way to Birmingham. I, wow. I left and drove home that night. And and I I I had tears in my eyes, like people have enough love and Listen. respect. Cause I've been nothing but nice. Listen, you know. I do the same thing. Like um, I think what what you do in this life. If you don't help somebody else, right. then what are you here for? Rashawn, it ain't about you. It's not. I, no. Once we understand that it's not about you, man, I'm telling you, man, man, God, God give you this stuff because he's trying to see if he can trust you. Listen, I made a promise to God. I was left eyes personal assistant in my 20s. I was in Walmart off of just way out in Latonia. And I was, I don't even know why it came on me. At that moment, I said, God, I promise that when you give me the platform, I will be responsible. I mm -hmm. will do whatever it is that you intended for everybody that you've given the platform mm -hmm. to do with it. And yeah. I am, when I tell you, yeah. I do yeah. that for people. Come on now. Because I understand that God giveth and God taketh away. Absolutely. I don't want none of this and, taken and, and, away. And he chose you because he could have gave it to somebody, somebody else. else. Rashad, I got a whole girl's school in Kenya. Really? I got a whole video with all of them saying, thank you, Ricky Smiley. Got him two pairs of shoes. Pastor Walter Solomon, who's a member of Kappa Alpha Psi, Pastor Walter Solomon. We've been, uh, he's been going over to Kenya every year. And I work my butt off to make sure that he's able to have resources. So, so we got these girls' desk. Mm. We got them, uh, these girls been being married off and treated like a sex trade. So we get, they, they getting the girls and putting them in school. Right. So we were able to get them shoes. We were able to get the school running water. My name is on the uh, cornerstone of a girl's school in Kenya. Wow. And just to be able to be a part of something like that, when people sending videos with 600 girls saying, thank you, Ricky Smiley. Wow. And stuff like that. That's what life is all about. My name will forever be on a water, a water tank and a... Girls' school in Kenya. If I don't do nothing else, you good. If I don't do nothing else, I just thank God for giving me the platform. If I can help somebody, Ooh. then my living Ooh, is not in won't vain. be in vain. Come on, that's it. And that's how we're gonna close it out here. I, I do before we leave. No benediction. Uh, no, no. That was. I mean, that wasn't a benediction. <laughs> in 1993, you became a member of Omega Sci-Fi. Did Omega Sci-Fi choose you, or do you choose Omega Sci-Fi? No, I chose Omega Sci-Fi. Yeah, you love the bros. Let me tell you something. Ooh. You represent the bros to the fullest. It, it is not one cue that'll run me away from this organization. Right. I love it that much. Not one. You know what I'm saying? In every organization, you're going you gonna to get some heat and some, some pushback and disrespect and all that stuff. Man, listen. I surround myself with the good bros. The good bros. The cool bros. Every friend bros. ain't a bro and every bro ain't a friend. Listen. Just because you know the same said, thing that yep, I know, yep. that don't mean I got to talk to y'all while right past you. We good. Because we both love the Lord, but all Christians ain't good Christians. Mm -hmm. And all people in the street ain't bad. Simple as that. Yes. So you pick the bros that you love. Y'all have the same ideals and you do everything you can to uplift the name of Omega. And I love my organization, Omega Sci-Fi, to the day I die. I, I, I give it to them. I mean it too. The legend. Oh, make me take my shirt off and show you this I don't brand. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I ask you a question? Before sure. we, I know we got to go. Yes, we got to go. Why won't you get your butt on stage and do stand-up? You so are did, hilarious. Let me tell you one thing. Okay. So, you know, we were on before you took my job. You know, I got to say it. So the 18 morning show, we were the local show before you guys came in. Right. And, you know, did the whole syndicated thing. Oh, they um, put us on. They did. Then, they did. Know. They did. And they were like, hey, guys, we're replacing you with Ricky Smile. I was like, oh, my God. I lost my job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the morning show, we did an anniversary. So okay. Craig Griff was on my show. He was my co-host. So everybody on the show had to do stand up. So during the like during the week, we had one day where we did the comedy show. One day we did something. How else. did you do? Standing ovation. Ask Gary. Okay, so why? So why? Because let me tell you why. I want to leave out on top. I don't want to have a bad day. Okay, Rashawn, you gonna okay? I Rashawn. don't want to bomb. I don't like. To, I don't like to do anything bad. You're not gonna do bad, Rashawn. You, I'm. I'm a comedian. Yes. I'm telling you that you're funny. Thank you. And you have what it takes to be on stage. Thank you. And you probably have a good thirty minutes. In oh, you. I definitely do, Rashawn. 
Why don't you come and do a couple of shows? I mean, I would pay you. I would put you on stage. Oh, that is so Why don't you bring your whole oh. fam crew and you go out there and, and do stand-up and let's go over your material. I would love. I do Ricky Smiley and Friends. I know you do. You know what I'm saying? I listen to the show. Listen. <laughs> I would love you pick the date in the city. Uh, we'll talk about it, Ricky. Okay. I don't know. I'm saying I do so good at the podcasting and acting thing. Okay, I don't know about the comedy thing. You can do stand up too, Rashawn. I really could. I though. can do all things. I can do all things <laughs> through Christ. Christ. Who with strengthens, strengthens me? me. <laughs> well, let's okay. go. And let's go. You want to? Yeah. Hey, let's go. Yeah, you want to? You one of the funniest people in the country. You funny. Let's Thank go. You. When you, you you quit, you got quick wit. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You kind of remind mine. You, let me see who you remind me of. You just got really, really good. You, you're a killer all white audience. Oh, that would be great. Your, actually. your sarcasm and your quick, quick wit. You're funny as hell. Now, I can help you. This is a legend saying that. So maybe I I'm should telling, think about this. Guys. I don't tell everybody. That. Oh, I know you don't. Yeah. You don't give out that stuff for you. Yeah. You, 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 and as a matter of fact, you and Jess Hilarious got the same kind of energy. Yeah. People sin, have told us that. We've, sin, yeah. Yeah. Sitting in a room with Jess Hilarious and doing stuff with her, you remind me of that type of wit. Yeah. You got it. All you got to do is just put something together, go on and say, you ain't got to get a standing ovation. I don't get a standing ovation all the time. I just want the laugh. Thank you. Good night. They appreciate it. Everybody ain't got to. Got to get a standing ovation. Stand, they are, standing was, ovations are hard to get. No, they don't give them up like they did in the nineties. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. You so, have to fight for them. So take the applause and say thank you, good night, and get off stage and go and get that other check. Those checks are still big. Ooh. They are. Love it. They are huge. Really? Huge. That's why. That's why I'd be like, hey, y'all check me huge, out such and such this weekend. Huge for two hours. Huge. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ricky, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. When I hit you up, you said yes. Hit my people. Hit them How's up. Somebody gonna say no to somebody that's fine. Well, I I'm mean, the <laughs> I've had a lot of people that said Ms. no. Ms. Ms. You come up in the conversation every week. Aww. You and I top three crush. Yeah. Crush. yeah come fine. on, Special K. Let's. Oh, hey, I know you're wife. Hello, how you guys doing? Everything's fine. Oh, We've yeah. done a movie together. It's fine. That's my we big are your, brother. Special K and I, we are your biggest fans. Oh, well, thank you, Ricky. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a part of the Cool Source show, podcast, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And you're a cool bro. I got a gift for you after the show. Okay. I am so grateful for this opportunity to speak with you. It's I'm one of my favorite interviews well, thank ever. You. Yes. And I, whenever you want me to come back, I'm willing to come back. I love it. Can we give it up for the one and only Ricky Smiley? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 